Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Delokun and Zach. Try and be like Zach, though, right? You should, could. I, should I try and act like I'm Zach? I no, don't, I don't no. even know how I do that. Please, please. But don't. no, Zoldar is back from, uh, I don't know, Land of Mystery. Does that work? Sure, whatever you want to be. Okay. How have you been? I've been okay. You know, it's been interesting. Bad life usually Still is. Doing that patent lawyer thing. Have you tried oh, looking for come good? On now. Have you tried looking for good bourbon? Or good whiskey. <laughs> so yeah, been been watching some anime, been playing some games, been you know living life. There you go. That's all you can do. So, um, oh wow, it is like echoey shit in here now. I hope it doesn't come through on the titch, on the podcast. Uh, I moved, and holy fuck, my room is echoey shit. I can hear it as I talk. Um, fuck. Um, so yeah, I moved. Thus, why we haven't been podcasting as much in the last month. But, uh, it's given me some time to actually sit down and watch some anime. Um, all right. What, so, do you mind if I start? Do you want to go ahead and start? It doesn't matter. I, I will probably be shorter. Um, <clears throat> okay. Well, I, I have changed what I'm going to review since, since the last time I talked to you in the last two seconds here. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. Because <laughs> I, I have decided, I forgot that I had watched um, Land of the Lustrous. Oh. And there is a dub for that coming out, so I'm going to go ahead and review that today. Not the dub, but the non-dub. Yeah. Um, well, I go. actually have Amazon now, and so I watched a little bit of anime there, so I'm I'm no longer a Crunchyroll exclusive. I gave uh, up on Crunchyroll years ago. I mean... <laughs> Here's the thing, like, I used to buy yearly subscriptions, and it's just so easy to find on the high seas, and it's better quality, freaking, and I've got I've got Netflix, I've got Amazon, I've got plenty of other choices as well, and mm-hmm. I just feel Crunchyroll in the last couple of years have just been doing the absolute bare minimum. Their hmm. quality is garbage. Their subs are garbage. Um, I feel like the big shows now aren't aren't on Crunchyroll anymore. They're being bought by Netflix and and Amazon and High Dive and a, you know a couple other locations and and or not at all. I mean, look at um, what was that gambling show? Uh, fuck, I can't remember it now. 
the show about gambling with the girls who had orgasms when they gambled because you know that that's a thing. We reviewed it. <laughs> well, I have no idea what this show is about. It's um... on Netflix. So the thing is, um, Kakaguri, that's what it's called. So Kakaguri. I, mean, I think there was one about food. I didn't know there was one about um, gambling. Well, yeah. That's new. It's, it's a really good show. You should check it out. Check out our review. Bonsaibee.com for slash reviews. You'll find a review index. But yeah, Kakaguri. Okay, they actually have orgasms? No, they, they just like get all hot and bothered. <laughs> okay. I, I, no, yeah, they're like, oh my God. But a million yen. My pants are all wet. Um, <laughs> they took like forever to get it streaming, but yet, like, they you know it, it streamed for the most part while it was airing, and then it took like another year for it to show up on Netflix. Even though Netflix like was the exclusive you know distributor for America, and people just said fuck that, and you know found other ways. Um, that is mm. so easy to find. Not. <laughs> And I feel bad because I have a very large collection of, uh, you know, physical anime DVDs and Blu-rays. Uh, so much so, I had to pack them up during my move and was like, fuck, I, I barely watch any of these anymore. I, why Why should I keep them? Everything's streaming. Um, yep. But, yeah. Uh, where the hell is my point, though? I don't know. Uh, point being... Um, I don't you, know. you have Crunchyroll long before me moved away from um, from Crunchyroll. So yes, that's my whole point. Was I don't think Crunchyroll is the end all be all today. Was my point in got it five minutes of that talking. Th- that was my point. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Um, but yeah, so uh, Land of the Illustrious. We'll be reviewing that here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I I've also been watching. I, um, yeah. Goblin Slayer, which is not as bad as everybody acted like it was. I think that, I that well, I mean, I, the controversy let me, was, let me say, it's not bad as in, like, gross and violent and all mm-hmm. these things. It's actually very fun. I enjoy watching it, so it's a great show, I that, think. That's what I've heard. I, I think it got a bad rap because of the crazy, like, you know, it's episode one. They gotta get something to hook you. And episode one wasn't even all that bad. Maybe, maybe my tolerance for just this stuff is higher because I watch hentai and play hentai games. I mean, I have several games that I bought from Manga Gamer, so... No, but I was not at all but... impressed. I'm like, yeah, goblins rape people. Big deal. Get over it. Okay, fair enough. I mean, that's your view. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, I, I think people are... Affect me. I think people are... I mean... I don't know. I think maybe it got maxed up in all the political stuff now where you can't do anything without making somebody upset. That, or I That's think it was just one say. of these things where it's like, oh, we gotta be edgy for the sake of being edgy. How are we gonna stand out from, you know, because there's a lot of episode ones, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah, I, I've heard the same thing. A lot of people say, like, hey, this is actually a really good show. Get past the, the, the that one small portion of episode one that seems... Which is not all that bad and doesn't even really need to be gotten past, to my mind, but... Yeah. Um, Ah, huh. yeah. Which is on Amazon now. Okay. What is? So, but I, yeah, I've been watching that and I've been enjoying it. Uh, you know, I think you should check that out if you okay. have not. I have not, it's but it's worth watching. I know Funimation is doing a dub, I think, of it. I have no dub? idea. Not, not into, um, not into dubs myself. Gotcha. Um, anyway. I watch most of my stuff with subs, as you know. Yep. I'm a purist. You're a purist. All right. What else are you watching? <laughs> Uh, I watched so so 
watch Land of the Lustriest. Watch, been watching, and I don't know how to pronounce this because I say I watch things uh, subbed. Argivolon, Argivolon, uh, and then um, the Goblin Slayer. So that's about all I've been watching, actually. Okay. My watching has been <laughs> gone down a little bit, but I have to say, Land Ar- Argivolon is not all that great. Land of the Lustrous was interesting. They probably mm. needed a couple more seasons. We'll, to, we'll get in, we'll get into it. We'll, we'll get into that, yeah. but. Um, so I've been checking out some of the stuff from this season. When I say checking oh, wait, out, I also watched a lot of the new Berserk. I don't know if you talked to me since I watched that or not. No, but, but I've heard nothing but bad things and saw nothing but bad things. I've enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, yeah the animation could use some improvement, but um, <laughs> some. You mean all? The I think I talked about Joker Game here. That's the other thing I've been watching most recently, I suppose. Hmm. Cool. Joker Game is good. If you have, I didn't talk about that. Hmm. Japanese spies right before World War Two. Oh yeah, oh I remember, I remember, yeah. So if you want to see the lead up to World War Two from a Japanese perspective. Hmm. Yeah. Um so I started watching uh that time I got reincarnated as a slime. And it's a fun show. Really? Only on episode to me. What's that? I thought that looked stupid. Well, I looked at it and was like, yeah, no. I thought so, too. And don't get me wrong. I'm only through episode two. I've barely begun it. I'm going to watch more. But I thought it was kind of funny. Although I felt like it was kind of like, oh, this guy's OP. Like, he's got all the abilities. So essentially, and Zach, I know I was talking about this before. Essentially, the main character is killed in a random stabbing attack. And as he's dying... He is unknowingly granting himself, like, he's getting these abilities. And you hear this thing, like, oh, he's just, he's like, oh, man, I'm so, the, the, I'm so hot. Because, you know, the blood's so warm coming out of him. And they're like, oh, new skill unlocked. Uh, heat resistance and cold resistance forms, you know, and as he's like, oh, I can't see so well. And they're like, oh, form of, you know, but he's saying all these different things about, you know, his death as he's dying and it's like unlocking these skills and all of a sudden he wakes up and he's he's a slime in this other world and i haven't got to figure out yet like even the character is like oh it's like a video game okay cool but i don't know if this is supposed to be like an isekai or it's like you know something like that because normally i would think if you're reincarnated you'd be reincarnated in a future and or same general vicinity of time but obviously this is a set in a fantasy setting and there's goblins and the, yeah and just stuff happening so it's a little fun thing it's i'll see where it goes i'm interested to see where it goes the other thing i've been watching um sssss gridman so i'm not a huge mecha fan and I am loving this show. I watched the first four episodes in like one sitting and had to stop myself from watching more. Um, I've never been a huge mecha fan, but I've been a mecha fan in terms of like Full Metal Panic being one of my very first anime I watched and I love. And, um, you know, that's loosely mecha. They use mechs to fight, you know, 
things of that nature. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not a big, like, hardcore, like, okay, I'm not Gundam level. Like, I've watched Al Rekka 7, kind of same, similar vein. Um, mm. but Gundam. Evangelion's better than Eureka 7. But yeah, I mean, I've watched Evangelion too. I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, uh, I, I've enjoyed shows that were around robots, but they weren't the main draw. And that's what this is. This is, okay, um, main character, uh, loses his memory, and he meets somebody who. He faints and whatever in front of this junk shop. Turns out, like, one of the old computers he can see, but nobody else can't. And he has to, like, defeat these uh, kaiju monsters. So it's very much, like, in the style of, um, um, you know, the old Godzilla films, Rodan, all that. So there's another character who whittles these things, and her grid man type thing can make them transform into real beings and then they have to fight the monsters but the interesting thing is people can die but when they die it was oh they died when they were kids or and people kind of forgot about them except the parents even though they existed the day prior in the in the you know universe and then weird and then all the damage caused is like reset, like nothing. No one ever know. Like, for example, the first fight, it destroys their school, but the next day the school's built, and they're like, "Oh, guys, didn't you, the school is broken. Didn't you guys see that?" And like, what are, you, what are you talking about? And then, like, a couple of the characters from the previous day, they're like, "Oh, where is such and such and such and such?" And they're like, "Who?" And then they come to find out, like, uh, you know, they go to visit the parents. And they find out, like, oh, she died in middle school. Oh, she died in elementary school and, you know, whatever. So it's really weird. There's a lot of stuff going on that I... What that is this called again? SSSS.Gridman. Is this on Crunchyroll or somewhere? I have I have no idea. I'm watching it on the Funimation channel. On what? Funimation, because it's dubbed. Oh, okay. They're doing the simul dub for it. And the dub is really Got it. good. I don't have Funimation. Oh, well, I mean, you could find... I. I I, I'm not sure where it's streaming, to be honest, but I'm pretty sure one of them have it. Yeah, it's, it's on, on Crunchyroll. Okay. Oh, cool. This sounds really interesting. Yeah, it's really fun. And like, there's other stuff, like other characters. Like, there's a there's a a ninja like guy. Like, a, oh no, he's a samurai who like walks into walls and shit. And he's weird, but he's like, but yeah, he's like turns into a sword to help fight. Like, I, I don't want to say much more because now I'm starting to get spoilers. But yeah, and and this the the description. See, the one thing about Crunchyroll is their description is just not good. It's Yuta Higipa can't remember who he is, and now he's seeing and hearing things others don't. A voice from an old computer tells him to remember his calling, and he sees a massive, unmoving creature in the distance. Nothing's making sense until the behemoth springs to life. Suddenly, Yuta is pulled into the digital world, reappearing in the real one as the colossal hero, Gridman. That doesn't sound interesting when you talk about that people die and it's like they died 50 years ago or something no yeah they'll be like it'll be like okay they're in their middle school or whatever or high school that, that and they'll be like oh she died four years ago in middle school how dare you come to my house and and act like she's around because they went to the parents house and be like oh i just saw her yesterday and they're like what are you talking about you you're heartless what do you what do you, you know what are you saying to me get the fuck out of my house wow 
All right. Know. Yeah, it's it, there's definitely more going on. Um, there's mm. a group of people, and like the cute, like cute smart girl is like, uh, yeah, I, I won't say more. But I'm gonna definitely keep watching it. Uh, I am definitely surprised. I, I kind of just briefly read good things about it, so it's just like cool. I'll check it out. So yeah, um, really really fun show. Um, Ooh. I haven't. Have I been watching anything else? Let me look. I want to start watching Steins Gate Zero. I haven't done that yet. Um. Oh, well, you Zombieland can go back Saga. and watch the Berserk anime if you haven't watched. Oh that hell one. no! I've not watched any Berserk. I'm not going to watch anything Berserk. I have no. Uh, I have. I've tried watching it. I don't get whipped up in the super fantasy stuff. Like, it doesn't do mm, anything for me. Okay. I'm just. That's not my cup of tea. Um. But yeah, it's. But wait, you can watch the last time I was reincarnated as a slime. That's like that's different. Fantasy. That's like comedy stuff. That's like. Uh, okay. Okay. That's true. That's, that's true. not like a hardcore like fantasy. Yeah. 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 That's true. You may not like Goblin Slayer then, because it's hardcore fantasy. Oh man, it's, yeah. it's, it's not like Konosuba. Konosuba is hilarious. Yes, Konosuba is amazing, and there should be seven <laughs> more seasons. I did, I reviewed that at one point, or somebody reviewed. We that, reviewed both uh, seasons. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because Konosuba is hilarious. Because Konosuba is fucking Konosuba amazing. If you've yes. Not Konosuba. Yes. If you've not seen Konosuba, you must watch the show immediately after listening to yep. this episode. Mm-hmm. Stop! Stop listening! Go, no, go don't stop it. listening! Don't listen back. to don't listen to Zaldar. Continue <laughs> listening, and then go back, watch the shows, and then go back and check out our review index. All right. So that's what I've been watching. Um, I definitely want to get a, some some stuff out of the way as the end of the year is coming up, and we have our top five of 2018 to do. And I've been slacking like crazy. So, yeah. All right. Um, well, 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 at the end, we'll have to have a new segment of um, the 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 anime that's on uh, Prime. I'm I'm going to ask our listeners to choose something for me to watch. So oh man, yeah, something. I'm I'm going to go through some of the stuff on Prime, and people can tell. There's me a lot of good stuff on there too. There's a lot of good. I was shocked when I started. When I, because I'll be honest, I I've had Prime for years, but I never, I always forget that there's a video thing, and for mm-hmm. years it just sucked. So I was like, ah, oh, whatever, I don't, I don't care. But then I started. Looking um, yeah, though they seem to have some a decent amount of stuff on it. I mean, they have Mushishi's oh, on there, and yeah, they've been doing really Elf good. and Light is on there. Yeah. Uh, so, there but you that's go. Next. That's toward the end. We don't want to do that now. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Well, anything else? Uh, I think that's all I've been watching. A couple of odd news things. There's going to be a Love Line Sunshine's fourth concert in America. Where's it at? Why anybody is going to these ever, I don't know. I could see Zach going. There's four of them, so, you know, hey. I could see Zach going to it. He loves Love Live. I, 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 yeah, well, I'm glad he's not here then, because I can don't have to be like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> there are two new U.S. anime streaming channels launched by TMS. I have no idea what TMS is. That's the distrib- That's the uh, one of the distributors. No, oh, okay, cool. What are they? Um, what are they? What are they showing? Or how do we get? Um, let's see. Uh, 
da, 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 da. Actually, I am Bananaya, Brave Tin, God Mars, Atia Kiss, the Pilot's Love Song, Saint Seiya, the Lost Canvas, and ZX Ignition. All things which I have never heard no, of. Oh, they sound really old. The kids one has Sonic X, which last time I checked is not anime. Uh, Sherlock Hound, Monster Rancher, Galaxy High School, and Banan Yaya. Again, uh, okay, they're 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 just partnering with with someone. Yeah, there's evidently going to be. A, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon film? I didn't know about that. Okay. Um, somebody so we need we need real life Estia. Fifteen has launched their own game company. Um. Oh, sorry. Hajime Tabata. Ooh. Interesting news here. Uh, There's another smartphone game. I don't care. Uh, Ooh. The Capcom canceled the development of the Attack on Titan Team Battle arcade game. Yeah. That's a bummer. Um. Hmm. They're making another first, other, a new fruit baskets manga. That's kind of. They cool. don't need more of that. Uh, evidently, there's a new tactical Final Fantasy tactical RPG. Here's hoping it's not a um, phone game. A Spice and Wolf VR anime cam- Kickstarter campaign met its goal. Which is huh. cool. I should really watch Spice and Wolf at some point in time. I have it. I just haven't watched it yet. Well, that's supposed to be really good. I should sometime watch that. Uh, and I think that's it. Alright. Um, so TMS is it. actually TMS is actually an anime producer. They've done such mm-hmm. shows. They've, they've helped in such shows as Real Life, Orange, uh, It's Her and Not Kiss, uh, newest one being Megalobox, so, yeah. Oh, wow. Funimation they, is screaming the Code Geass Lelouch of the Resurrection sequel anime film in North America, 2019. Ooh. ooh. Check that out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hell yeah. There you uh, go. The Charlotte manga has ended. Hooray. Is that going to be upset? No, we... No, the we, know, we all know he loved Charlotte. Hey, it wasn't bad. <laughs> Well, he told me he hated it, but... Well, yeah, we... I, I liked it. I enjoyed it, but the ending was dumb. I don't know. The ending was very Japanese. We're going to remove everybody's power because they might use it for evil. Yeah, I guess. Well, at least we got an ending. All yeah, right. Yeah. Should we get very into true. DVD picks? DVD picks. All right. Don't spend your money this week. Wait until next week and get um, if the Totoro... Because everything is coming out in 1204, I have no, I've never heard of it. Really? So, yeah, wait until 1211 and get the My Nightmare of Totoro 30th Anniversary Edition. Huh. Well, there you go. So there you go. You don't even have to do your little intro. Well, fine then. (laughs) Yeah, coming out is the Silver Guardian... Uh, Hakara-san, Here Comes Miss Modern, Banner of the Stars, Cheer Boys, Crest of the Stars, Kumanoko, Rainbow Days, 
Denoa Coil, which I think maybe I've heard of. I don't know. I've heard of it. I That's looked it up and didn't remember it. Agame Gakil and a bunch of Digimon Mobile Fighter G and Naruto bullshit that nobody should ever watch. So there you go. <laughs> I want to find out this banner of the star. Well, one sec. I just want to see mm-hmm. this banner of the stars. So I own both banner of the stars and, you know, the the other one you said, banner of the stars too. I do not rem- recognize banner of the stars. Um, um, I haven't watched it yet. I know everyone says it's really good. I've owned it for probably eight years, nine years. I'm just trying to see if this is DVD or yeah. Okay, that's that's not that one. All right, you can get it super cheap on Amazon still. Fuck Funimation. All right. Yep. Crunchyroll's added Battle Girl High School, Norn 9, and Matoi the Sacred Slayer. No idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is DVD. Okay. I was I was curious if they were releasing it on Blu-ray. It's, it's so funny because it's like more and more my DVD collection is like, oh, here's a Blu-ray release. Oh, here's a Blu-ray release. Mm. It's like, damn it. <laughs> the resale value. Now there's much of a resale value. I mean, I've got some stuff on Facebook that nobody wants. It's like, oh man. All right, Land of the Lustrous. Lay it on me. All right. So, there, Land of the Lustrous is interesting. We start off by finding out there are these race of beings that are basically made of stone. They seem to be immortal except that they can be killed by what are called Lumerians, which come and fight them and steal them for, their, uh, for the stone that, the, that they're made up of. Um, and it's interesting because they can crack into like various pieces, and as long as you can get the piece, collect the pieces, you can literally glue the person back together, and the person's evidently fine. An odd thing, they paint themselves to make themselves look like kind of normal, modern humans. But naturally, they're like, actually, they look like the mineral that they are made out of. And the mineral that you're made out of kind of determines some of your characteristics. Um, There is one of the, for example, there's somebody that's made out of cinnabar, one of the characters. And because of some of the chemical characteristics of cinnabar, she is actually poisonous to be around other people. Hmm. So she has to kind of separate herself from the rest of the community. And since she has to separate herself from the rest of the community, she's literally kind of lonely all the time. And this is where some of the conflict comes in. Our main character is named Fos. And Fos is kind of, well... To put it nicely, lazy as fuck. And that's to put it nicely. She basically doesn't do anything ever and because she really doesn't have to. They Eventually, she gets upset about never doing anything. And she kind of goes on a journey through this to help Cinnabar try and find a job that only she can do. And ends up gaining new powers, but she gains new powers by replacing some of her body with different minerals. So she'll get attacked by the Lunarians, who are these weird, mystical, they look very Buddhist when you see them. 
uh, that attack from the moon, that's why mm-hmm. they're called Lunarians, come down, attack people to steal the various gemstones, and if you lose some of the pieces, you can make up the pieces that are missing with pieces made of other elements. And this is how she ends up getting new powers and kind of growing as a character throughout this process. Hmm. It's interesting in that they do a really good job at kind of giving the characters different characteristics based on the minerals that make them up. The world is interesting. Um, the job that they eventually give Fos is kind of to be a catalog and catalog the world and be kind of a librarian and basically just go out and learn things because there's a lot of things that they don't know. They end up having to go to sleep during the winter uh, they hibernate, basically, except one of them. They don't understand why the Lunarians are attacking them, where the Lunarians come from, except maybe one of them does. They have a leader, kind of a leader uh, teacher, and it's mysterious that he, he may know more than he's letting on. And one of the problems is, is this is an ongoing manga series, so it's only 12 episodes, it doesn't really end in a place where all the questions are answered. It ends in a place where it's very intriguing and you learn some more things about the world. Uh, there is a race of sentient water creatures that's somehow related to the Lunarians. And it gets a little bit of a maybe a post-apocalyptic vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to spoil things going into more into that. So what, but, what, what's the main story, though? Like, what, what is the narrative that we're following as we watch? So, so the narrative is you're following Fos as, as she goes around trying to find more about the world because, A, she doesn't know anything. Not many of her friends know anything. And you kind of follow a year of her figuring out, okay, I need to actually not be a lazy bum. But how am I going to not be a lazy bum? Because I don't have... So one of the things about minerals is minerals have different hardness. Mm-hmm. Fos is made out of phosphite. Phosphite is, and literally, is one of the not least hard minerals. So she can't com- go into combat because since she's green, the Lunarians happen to want her very badly for reasons that are unexplained. Since she doesn't have very good hardness, she's easily broken and cracked. So she's not going to be a good, uh, a good fighter. And that's the majority of what these, peop- these people do. They, the majority of what they do, since they really don't seem to have to eat, they don't seem to have to do many of the other things that normal humans would do to survive, mm-hmm. is they stand around and wait for the Lunarians to attack and fight them off when they do. She can't do this because of her characteristics. Hmm. So she tries to go off and find another thing that she can do, and she ends up becoming the one that learns more about the world mm-hmm. by, I don't want to give too much away, but by combining herself with other organisms in weird and interesting ways that have a little bit to kind of do with chemistry, get a little bit kind of pseudo-mystical at a couple points. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, obviously you being a former science teacher and kind of being mm-hmm. into this, how was And that was it? one of the things that attracted to me to it, that, that is, okay, 
these are made out of stone. I know there's in minerals. I know minerals have different qualities. Are they going to do that in the in the show? And the answer is yes. At the end of each episode, when they introduce a new like mineral, at the end they'll kind of put up a little bit about the actual real mineral and talk about it. Um, I should say it's CG animation. So if you're one of these purists that hates all CG animation, know that going in. I think the CG animation is done very well. But I didn't really have a problem with it in the new Berserk. So, you know, take that for what you will. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I watched it dubbed, so I can't say anything about the voice. Uh, I can say the world, the, the mysteries in the world are very interesting. The characters are very interesting. The The teacher character especially is very interesting uh it is based on a manga of the same name and it's produced by an animation studio called orange um so yeah it's interesting you know it's it's something that you might not like you may it's <clears throat> the the main conflict is Fos trying to find Cinnabar a better job since Cinnabar cannot kind of does night watchman despite the fact there that that there doesn't really need to be one mm-hmm. because she is basically toxic to anybody else that she's around. So like um, is this a comedy and like through that she learns more about the world, learns more about the Lunarians, their enemy that they don't know anything about. Uh, because they're immortal. So, you know, Phosphophos, who's made out of phospholite, is 300 years old. And she's the youngest. So, it's, it's an interesting study. And if you're immortal, do you ever really have to do anything? Would you have any motivation ever to do anything? And what, what would give you that motivation? Um, hmm. So it's 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 very very, you know it's you have to kind of th- think about it a little bit more to see the philosophy behind it, but it can it can be very philosophical. Uh, it can be, but even just as a good adventure mystery story, you know the action is very good, the action scenes are done very well, the fighting is done very well, the Lunastrians kind of are archers. So they'll they'll be like at the top of a cloud and be shooting down arrows at the gemstone people on the ground who are use swords, but they each kind of have a different fighting style. And some some of them will kind of like end up jumping up onto the clouds where the uh, lunarians are and kind of cutting off the heads of the lunarians. Some of them will kind of bat the arrows away and send the arrows back up uh, to the cloud. And it's, so even on that level, I think it works. Um, there is also a, a bunch of water creatures that kind of become important. And I uh, say so it's become... So depending on how clued in you are into mysticism stuff, you might have noticed that there are about three different groups here. 
there's the Ocean Group, there's the Lunarians, and then there's the um, the Gemstone people. Each one of them with a different with different characteristics. Gemstones hard, long living. The Lunarians are kind of spiritual, ethereal, and the people who live in the ocean, kind of more the most human-like. I think they're actually not immortal, and they actually breed unlike anybody else. So there's a whole lot of kind of spiritual things you can do with that, and that's where some of the potential, I think, for this to maybe become post-apocalyptic comes um, when you get a little bit about the world, there, there's a, there is a myth about the bone, the spirit, and the body. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, you can easily see that tracking and like, oh, okay, the people in the ocean are the body. We have the Lunarians who are the spirit. And then we have these weird gemstone people who are going to be bone. Huh, that's odd. And a couple of the characters go right up to making that connection in the last couple episodes, but don't go all the way. So I'm not sure if that's something the manga expands on more or what. So, But I hope they make a second season of it. I would definitely watch it. Uh, I liked it a lot. And if you haven't checked it out, you should. It is on Amazon Prime. I don't know where else it is. I watched it on Amazon <laughs> Prime and watched it pretty much blind. I'd never heard anything about it. Um, but I definitely recommend it. So is this like a comedy or an action or like... No, no, no. This is an action drama. Um, de- definitely not a comedy. All right. Sorry. Yeah, based on the based on the drama. premise of you're trying to find someone a job, like I was kind of like, uh, okay. <laughs> but but it's they're being attacked all the time by these by the Lunarians. There, so there's a bunch of action. There. Uh, Foss is, I mean, there's some comedic potential because Foss is, you know, can't really do anything correctly, but it quickly becomes dramatic. So I guess in all this you've said, I'm trying to understand, like, what's the, what's the overarch, like, what's, what was there to keep you watching? Like, like, was there an event happening? The mystery of the world, the mystery of the world, the interaction of the characters and finding out what is actually going on. Um, it, it starts slow. The first couple episodes, um, when things are getting started, you know, it's kind of often, um, for me, what kept me going there is, well, this is odd. They're made of stone and gemstone. What? And okay, they're connecting this to, cause yeah, uh, phosphite is the phospholite, excuse me, is, is one of the more brittle gemstones. So that makes, they're connecting it to the real science. Huh? That's kind of cool. But you quickly get invested in figuring out what is actually going on with the world and the mystery of the world and how it's set up. So kind of, I guess, a lot of like, like the shows I like, mm-hmm. um, the, the central, the mystery, the dramatics of the world are what keep me watching. So is like the main character like trying to overcome an obstacle? Like She's trying to overcome uh, her own... Since she's unable to fight, she's trying to overcome her own feelings of uselessness find her place in this world and through that find a place for uh, basically the kind of person who becomes her only friend uh, Cinnabar who ends up saving her life at one point um, who is toxic 
even to the other um, gemstone individuals. Gotcha. Uh, and trying to find something that they can do that nobody else can do. And she's literally given a job to produce a kind of a encyclopedia about the world. Oh, okay. So you're kind of there as you're just kind of right. It sounds like you're you're riding the ride along with the main character and learning things mm-hmm. as the main character. Mm-hmm. And she's but except but you know but she's three hundred years old, so she's had basically a three hundred year childhood of doing nothing, <laughs> yeah. which is what makes it. Makes at least to me thought provoking. Gotcha. So, would you rate the shot of ten? <sighs> it's hard because it is kind of incomplete with the twelve episodes that are there. It doesn't really answer all of the questions. But so, I'm going to say a seven. I would be if they do other seasons and they end up answering all the questions well. I would go much higher than that. But I definitely check it out. I think it's worth watching. Okay. Well, cool. Well, um, anything else? All right. Well, thanks very much for listening. And uh, on the next episode, ah. I will be reviewing uh, Made in Abyss. They they have Fushigi Yuki on uh, on here too, man. There you go. You can watch that. And it was always really ridiculous. There you go. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yes, yes. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.